Good morning, Sharon. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Around the breakfast table. Okay. Uh, what is this thing about Chinese footprint that uh, we were talking about? Um, about how Chinese, the Chinese capitalism and the China dream are similar or are they the opposite of the American capitalism and the American socialism wedded by the American dream that I've written about. They seem to be just the opposite. What do you think? Sherry. (laughs) She says she doesn't know. (laughs) So, okay. Here we go again. Yeah, I'd like to hear your explanations. Okay. And I either agree with them or I don't. (laughs) I, I think people don't realize that the China is operating on a plan. A, they've had a 100-year plan and a 50-year plan and a, now down to a 10-year plan. You mean to take over everything? Well, it, underlying that is to be the dominant um, yeah. country or uh, uh, philosophy or they, they don't believe in religion. They, they like to destroy the, the whole facet of of opposition by Fulan Gong or or a religious sect because that becomes too personal. They, their culture that they are professing now is to control uh, the individuals, not allow them to have the freedom of expression or uh, uh, prosperity. But the Chinese footprint strategy is to carry this this Chinese Chinese capitalism, which would be, in in their vernacular, a, a huge uh, corporation run by one person, who then has a Politburo for, to, for carrying out those edicts or values uh, around the world. It's no different than Stalin or or. Um, Hitler or uh, Mu Zedong, uh, you know, you know the names of those that profess uh, control from the top down to squelch any issues or problems from the bottom up. So it's all about control. And then on the other side of the coin from absolute control from the top, we have so-called absolute control from the bottom up, which is what the American capitalism and American socialism is to be built upon, which would then be called the American dream. Well, that's different than I've been hearing. I've heard that capitalism and socialism are enemies. Capitalism is, is a freedom of not just expression, but um, 
work and success and prosperity. And, uh, and then the American uh, socialism, American socialism is where uh, we've enabled government to control all that. So they, they were our arch enemies. The, the McCoys and Hatfields that shoot each other and kill each other and never get anywhere. Well, uh, is America just the other side of the coin from China? Well, I, said, I would say it, it's intended to be, but we're evolving just as China is evolving. I mean, China's evolving into having a religious sect, Fulan Gong, opting out of the Chinese party and creating all kinds of cultural upheaval, which is being put down by el- eliminating, in, in the mind of the Politburo, eliminating Fulan Gong, as did Stalin in Russia when, when the um, religious believers were uh, destroyed. They were killed off. They, they are not, the, the, the communist or commune is not going to allow for personal views to override those of the leaders, the ruling class. Well, what, what do we have in America that is different? Well, it's evolving. Uh, in the beginning, when it was just the the uh, pilgrims coming in and having to survive and developing the ability to trade corn for beans and clothing for uh, for for gold coins and and the whole uh, philosophy and concept of free market. Exchange was invented um, by the pilgrims in America. And it has evolved into the plantations, which committed some sins by using slave labor to uh, enable them to trade their their products with other um, emerging concepts of business and companies and corporations and, uh, and to... Today, which now is all founded upon American capitalism, that's the shareholders and the stock market and the bankers and the loans and the debt and and has has teamed up with American socialism, which are the workers, uh, the labor unions, the the uh, re- religious believers all trying to get a balancing act here in America to avoid becoming what China has become and is then in reverse becoming because of the impact of a rejection of the in- rejection when it becomes inhumane. So who's going to win out? Um, at this point, America, as as the sole winner probably from the Amer- from the second world war emerging as the the hegemon in not only trade but in a classical po- political culture or uh, values as a democracy that it had really um um 
I can't spit it out here. It all came from the Greeks and the Romans. As they had they had a Congress, they had the Senate and the House and the and the, the rule of law and and uh, sharing of the the prosperity. The only problem with that is that they had a leader that wanted to expand their land grab into other areas of the world. And while he was gone, the Senate uh, devised a different approach where they wanted to be the uh, leader, not Caesar. (coughs) So uh, Caesar was assassinated by Brutus and uh, in that happening, uh, the statement at to Brute was formulated as you shall uh, self-destruct yourself. So what's happening now in the whole process of, of America evolving evolution into a huge government of the ruling class, we now have our own Politburo. And it is, in my estimation, the death wish for the American capitalism and American socialism working together in every day and every business, as it does, small, medium, and large, and is the backbone of our economy, which is is the cost of doing business. It isn't the business itself. The economies of scale are there built in there to scale back your high cost of your economy. And enterprise is the other side that says we need to make a profit. We need to set aside funds to pay bills that we are, we're going to incur, incur in the future because of policies we make today. So it's just another form of an evolving um, monarchy. And we've allowed it to get to the point where we're passing or proposing 440,000 new laws a year at every level. That's in Washington and every state level and city and, and, and county where we're implementing controls over laissez-faire enterprise. And so we're taking away the very thing that makes America great, the freedom to fail. And what does that mean? Well, we're the only country in the world that has bankruptcy laws that allows uh, each individual entrepreneur or company or you in the country to file for bankruptcy. And, And the first step of that is Chapter 11 or Chapter 10 for government where you're allowed to create a creditors committee who then, through a plan of quasi-reorganization, starts to scale off the waste and get down to the break-even point. And from that point on, create profits and cash flow that creates more capital for growth. And that would be the, 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 the role of the stock market and the banking uh, bankers uh, and, and they're getting a return on their investment. That's uh, what you do. Cre- credit card companies, that's what the accountants do. Is they, they are the ones that are the bean counters 
and then report on the basis of um, the outcome. It's not just about income. It's really on the basis of profitability, which is, a, is the outcome that we use to pay future bills off that we've created today that we then have to, it's called accrue, accruals, we have to accrue and put aside cash to pay future bills for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, the things that we've promised, 13 different entitlements, food stamps, disability, workman's comp, uh, uh, unemployment, all of the giveaways of the great society that uh, suddenly is encumbered us forever uh, as a functioning enterprise or business. And in these instances where the, the debt exceeds our capability of paying off our obligations, there becomes a, a threat of dissolution and, and, and payoff of all those and let the, the government or, or the business be damned. Well, within the Constitution, it does say that the government should not borrow more than it earns. Thomas Jefferson inserted that. Well, today we have evolved into where our debt exceeds our ability to pay by 135%. It's the first time ever that that's happened. And, and what are we doing about it? Well, it's not up to we. It's not up to you and I. It's up to those leaders that are, are now responsible whether they want to accept the responsibility or not for putting us in this position, whether they're red, white, or blue, or, or left or right, or, or Democrat or Republican. Because we have an, a ruling class of very elite, wealthy individuals, none of which, most of them are attorneys, none of which have really started a business or, or invented anything or had to meet a payroll, and now we, the government has a total government payroll of 24 million people. At every level, we have uh, government employees receiving probably twice as much as is earned on average in the private sector, along with fully paid health care, fully paid pensions, and, and, and taking the position that it's, it, that it's uh, free enterprise's fault and we should have more rules and regulations which do nothing but inhibit uh, and make less profit or cash flow. A big example right now is that the Green New Deal says we need to do away with our, the way we produce energy. And so the biggest money maker that we have is, is, the, is the, uh, the energy products of coal, fossil fuels, natural gas, polar, solar energy, and also nuclear energy, which we had become independent from the rest of the world by utilizing what we have here is with the most natural resources in the world. And that includes our farmland, which is just another uh, form of uh, enterprise. So what's what's going to happen with this huge um, monarchy that we've created here with it is being run by 535 uh, individuals. That's 435 in the 
House, that's 100 in the Senate, 9 in the Supreme Court, and a president that control everything. They make all the laws, they make all the budgets, they make all the decisions, and then they want to blame uh, free market enterprise for not producing enough. That's the reason we have to, to borrow. Well, in my opinion, we're borrowing that in, inhibits the very freedoms that we need to produce profits and capital and realize that capital and and people work together. And that is America. And to keep America great, we have to focus on how we expand the the freedoms of enterprise, not how to control it. Because just like the climate, it's way bigger when you try to control it than if you just uh, go along with evolution in terms of the uh, benefits that it provides our each individual. And each individual is their own government uh, in terms of their contribution to the the greater good. So we have to focus on the freedoms of the individual so they produce <coughs> and, and, and collectively we become great. Not great because of our Senate or our House or our, the very things that ultimately destroyed Rome are in the process of destroying America because we cannot compete with the monarchies or the dictatorships uh, without our free market enterprise. And ironically, those other types of of governments eventually self-destruct so as we become a monarchy with control by our 535 individuals, uh, we have then inherited what's happened in the British Empire and the Dutch Empire, the previous big cycles, and we will then be recycled out of this and China will take over just on the basis of them controlling the world trade um, supply lines and shipping and distribution uh, at this point because we have had leadership that did not prepare us for any competition when it comes to uh, laissez-faire enterprise because what they're practicing in those countries is not free enterprise. It is a um, giant monopsony and monopsony means it's a buyer and seller of last resort. It's an economic term that that I have learned when it comes to health care. Is that when you have somebody like uh, the government uh, um, being the the supplier of health care and also the 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 um, decider of of the rules and um, and what they'll pay, they are they are the the provider and the payor for health care, it becomes corrupt. And that's what's happening in America when it comes to our economy and our um, values, is they are becoming more like China than we thought we could turn China into more like us. <coughs> and the reverse is true. I think that's been stated by other politicians that won't have a, a solution to that. 
uh, my view of a solution is to keep America great on the basic principles of humanism, is that we need to serve each individual, and each individual needs to serve America. So ask not what you can do for your political party, ask what you can do for your country. And at this time, uh, America is 135% in the, in, underwater, uh, 30, $30 trillion of obligations that we haven't provided for exceed our capability of paying them. And China is coming up from behind us, overthrowing our concept of a free market enterprise with a monopsony government, which is really a communist approach to governing, which is the Politburo with one leader, Xi Jinping. And they've put making their footprint throughout the world. They are in the process of taking over the World Health Organization, the World Trade Organization, the Import-Export Bank Rules on Exchange, the UN. They are also setting up alliances, trade alliances, with the whole South Seas uh, um, consortium of, of Japan and Korea and Philippines and Vietnam and India and Africa. Um, then they've in, infiltrated into uh, South America and Central America to utilize uh, a way of conquering the American work ethic through drug distribution. And at this point, some half of Americans are on some form of mind-altering uh, substance. It's a little scary when you think about it. It happened in Russia with, uh, with uh, alcohol, with vodka, and the results of that is people tend to just stay home and, and, and drink or on the street as a vagrant or in the ghettos uh, creating criminals that'll, if we don't give it to them, they'll take it. That's all the, the vision of what's happening and crumbling in the American society. And it's because of, of bad leadership. The leadership at all levels is not accountable for this happening when they are causing it. With too many laws and regulations, the stifling of the American dream, the entrepreneurs now cannot go bankrupt like they used to, they're wanting to impose restrictions on bankruptcy, which is, is idiotic. So unless we, the people, have government by the people, of the people, for the people, as it was designed in the Constitution, we have to start undoing the, the harm done by uh, a, a, a group of elite, wealthy, but not enterprising leaders mostly of those that are in the, the intellectual class, not in the working class, such as attorneys. 96% of, the, of, of our Congress is made up of attorneys. And if they aren't attorneys, they're public health officials, physicians, or they're professors training uh, the attorneys on how to control America. So we have our own Politburo. We have a Congress. 
and it's now gridlocked. So we really basically have a uniparty that wants to control everything, either call it a Democrat or a Republican. They're going to control everything. So we've built our own monarchy, which then turns into a dictatorship. And as Aristotle said, we only have three types of government. That's dictators, totalitarian, monarchy, which is another form of totalitarianism, and democracy, which, if you aren't careful, will turn right back into a monarchy and then a uh, dictatorship. So it evolves. The, the America is evolving. What's the definition of a monarchy? A monarchy is from the past. It's where we had a king and a queen, and they assumed their power through inheritance and the religious concept that you have to inherit your power because you are endowed that power by some higher power. Mm-hmm. So it's a relative. So it's a it's a form of of control. Yeah. And in Great Britain, well, well the way the Dutch. The Dutch, (laughs) the Dutch became the great society, was through their um, ability to uh, charter the seas and take over the oceans uh, of the world as they explored the world and found different areas and then taking over and colonizing those. And then the Brits, (coughs) under the same concept, set up colonies all over. Africa, South America, um, Europe, and uh, we're on the verge of, of what I would call bankruptcy when their ta- tax rate was over 90-some percent on the, on the taxpayers in Great Britain who were then impoverished. And, and finally, uh, Margaret Thatcher became into the parliament as the first female um, with a plan to um, save Great Britain, which was to decolonize their obligations and let their colonies become independent and self uh, self uh, governing, which meant that cut off all that tremendous overhead that the that the British taxpayers were having to. to or were being encumbered by and saved Great Britain, but not soon enough for the Second World War where they lost most of their prosperity fighting fighting the First World War and the Second World War. So they, they went on the decline, and then America then went on the incline due to the, to the Second World War that was funded by war bonds, by the greatest president we had, entrepreneur or not, was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who created the businesses through war bonds to build the greatest war machine ever invented and to overcome Hitler's, which it took him 10 years to build, and won the Second World War. And those same businesses then evolved into creating the greatest enterprise ever known to man that has evolved to the point where it is now uh, the consumer of the world because we have allowed the actual 
supply of, of those goods and services to be taken over by other countries around the world. We've either taught them how to do it or they've stolen the ideas and are doing, doing them better and faster and, and uh, more economically than we can. So we become the consumer of the world, which at this point in time is bankrupting us because we are not any longer uh, making a profit off of the production of these products and services that's been sent overseas where China became, had the biggest wealth transfer of all time in the terms of trillions of dollars to the point that they now have 17 trillion in GDP and we have 24 trillion going down and they're coming up. And as, as Dalio, a hedge funder, is, is analyzed in his books, in his book, um, the, um, the new, new World Order, where there are some winners and losers, China being the winner and America being the biggest loser. And his viewpoint, due to evolution, and, and his 18 determinants, China will take over in this next decade as the number one. Um, it's an alliance. It isn't just a country. They have aligned themselves with, with 30 other countries that now supply more to us than we import to them which is called the trade imbalance. So we lose a, a trillion a year on the fact that we have now transferred the profits to 30 other countries, and we now have to borrow from those countries uh, to the tune of seven trillion in treasury bills and all kinds of warped treasury policies or um, economies to the point that we are now bankrupt uh, and our leaders are not acknowledging that they're hiding. They're hiding the fact that the taxes that they collect are gone by the first three months of the year, except for property taxes and sale tax, sales taxes. That would be income taxes to support the government. So the support of a, of our huge twenty four million employee government is all on borrowed money for the rest of the year, and we're borrowing that from our competitors and our enemies. Or the, our Treasury Department is, is printing up fiat dollars, which is called uh, debt. And during the pandemic, that was 300 years of currency they printed to, to, to pay out what I would call bribery of our economy to shut it down. Of, and it cost $9 trillion for the pandemic, and it was all printed by the by the U.S. Treasury, which is now run by the Federal Reserve. What was, your, what was your question? How do we fix it? Well, I guess it took me a mouthful to get that out, but the way we fix it is we, I have written in three books, the solution. We cannot treat this as political issues and, and it's going to be resolved by the McCoys and Hatfields or the gridlock in Congress because all they want to do is take over the monarchy and make it, put it further in debt as they've, they've, they've extended the debt limit 79 different times. The only thing that will limit the debt is a bankrupt country. But the way we fix it is my volume one of the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party to drain the swamp 
and to rein in Big Brother and the Brotherhood is to have a third party that represents the great American enterprise. It's called the American Enterprise Party that would have voters that come from uh, the working class. It's not a labor union. It's now to have to be the voice of the bottom-up solution from by the people, for the people, of the people as the swing vote. The Democratic Party will be there representing what they represent, which is typically, uh, it was supposedly the workers, and they failed on that, and now they represent big money, and the Republicans used, used to be the savior of the country on the basis of, of corporations and profits, now are being run by stakeholders, <coughs> neither of which will save America from itself. Because now we need to go back to the principles that make us great. That's uh, laissez-faire, free market enterprise. What's going to represent that? Well, that'll be the swing vote party. The referee for these other two parties that take their stances the way they have, and we bring everything, pull everything to the middle. Pull the extremes towards the middle, and that is the road to prosperity. That's the road to profit. That's the road to being able to pay down our debt over the next 10 to 20 years that we've obligated our next generations to, and then become what we've promised everyone, the, 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 a free country. We don't have a free country now. We have a country on the verge of revolution, either because of color or, or uh religion or nationality or gender or, or whatever the, 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 the reason for the day is, we're just, we're just a brewing pot for gangs taking over downtown or taking over uh, suburbia or whatever they can take because we're, they don't feel that we've given it to them. And we've got a society of takers. We don't have a society that we used to have when Delano Roosevelt put Rosie the Riveter to work. The women and the men now are equal in terms of the obligation for supporting our huge overhead, which is called government. Somehow we have to scale that government down to a size that fits the need. We do not need them passing five, uh, proposing 40,000 laws a year to control our freedoms and and passing at least 5,000 of those that cost $250 billion just to try to implement that are inhibiting our ability to um, generate cash flow, capital, and sustain our status in the world. The Green New Deal is dead on arrival. There is no, there's no substantive reasons for doing that. We're not going to control... Uh, Mother Nature, Father Time, El Nino and La Nina and the oceans and the, and the universe, the galaxy or the cosmos. That controls us. And if you don't know that, then you're an idiot. And the idiots are now trying to take over our country with wealth of a propaganda machine that is unbelievable. It's routed into everybody's handheld uh, phone, which is now... Uh, a, a control device to control society through our TVs and through our political 
um, gridlock. So unless you believe in self-determination and self-preservation, you've opted into a, a commune where the leader leads the followers and the followers follow the followers into drug addiction and staying home and letting somebody else have to worry about it. Because now the half the half the country have one or two or four chronic diseases because of poor health care standards and poor health care um, habits and having the pharmaceuticals inventing a pill for everything, which every then they have the side effects that create other worse problems. So is this just all a, a rant on your part, Mr. Rose, to to just leave us hanging here? No, I'm here to try to educate the voters that they need to have the 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 power of the vote. And if that has to be the swing vote only, then we need to take over from the ruling class and the elite and put them back into the role of helping us create solutions for this this crash that they have in themselves uh, invented and created. And if, unless we go back to the basic essentials of humanism, where we all have the, the responsibility and obligation to contribute to the recovery, which is on the principles of the ten tenets of, of free enterprise, which is risk and reward, and let the free market dictate that, and that we are here for the prosperity of the country, not our political party. So that's the solution, and, and the and the first volume is all on on why we have to do it because the founding fathers knew this would happen. That's why they didn't put the two party in the two parties in the Constitution. But since we've inherited that, we, the, I believe we should have three parties in the Constitution, and one of them has to be of the people, for the people, by the people, to be the referee where the the elite ends of the intellectual and the, and and those with the power of uh, institutions um, are kept honest. That we have a balance here of trade along with our institutional um, uh, constraints that work together to keep America great. And so volume two then covers how do you set up a quasi-reorganization to to reduce the waste and the cost of government. Called It's called a haircut. We have to start giving the waste and, and, and those obligations that we've made to other countries where they stole our technology and write down the debt that, that, that they deserve to absorb because of that. And uh, then the, the third part of that is we have to institute, reinstitute the basic principles of, of the Constitution, democracy, and free laissez-faire free market enterprise, which has made us great. We don't have to make ourselves great. We are great. We're the greatest that's ever been invention, invented by enterprise, not invented by either a capitalist or a worker. But the combination of those two working together is the power of America under peaceful coexistence, which is what we should be carrying to the world, not more weapons of mass destruction to fund uh, are behind the scenes warring with Russia and uh, Hamas and all these religious wars that will continue to eat up our resources. And the Green New Deal, all this threat of climate change is just another distorted way to, to 
to use fear as the weapon against the people themselves. So in those in the third volume is is who who are we the people of the, of the people by the people for the people. We are the, the the people that invent things and then we create things and we then take them to market where uh, in many instances those that are 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 either smarter or have more money start to take the credit for uh, things that they never invented or never could uh, invent. So we have to have a balance between the the political power and the entrepreneurial power and the voting power, and that takes a swing vote third party. So this is proposing that there is a problem. We have to solve it. We can't call it an issue for later generations. Our Treasury Secretary, who is incompetent currently, currently proposing a 100-year Treasury bill so we can borrow more money and push it off to the next century. We cannot have people in our, in our leadership, our presidency, our Congress, our cabinets, our governorship, our memorial, that don't have two sides of the coin when it comes to um, being a leader. And that is the economy, which is the cost of, of things, and the enterprise, which is the profit side. We lose sight of that. It is not a zero-based equation. It is not taking from one to give it to another. It's so all of us can have more. So that is the essence of the three volumes of the American Enterprise Party swing vote. And if you have the patience to listen to all this, hopefully you'll share it with your family and your friends and those you consider to be followers. We have to have more than the followers of the propaganda machine following those that follow the followers right into the into the bankruptcy that we're now facing. Thank you for listening.